welcome to another edition of Look Who's Talking, exciting topical chat and discussion all about the life of Christchurch, New Malden. I'm Anna Larkin, and here on the show this month, I have regular Stephen Kurt. Hello. And Nathan Larkin. Hey there. Plus our special guest for this month, builder at Christchurch, Andrew Polcharski. Hi, good morning. On this month's show, we're going to be reviewing our recent murder mystery evening, Who Killed the Vicar, as well as talking about the recent parenting course for dads and also the Simply Christian course, which was held for the men of the 11 o'clock and 6.30 services. But in addition to this, we'll take particular advantage of Andrew's presence to have a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on with our building project, the hall extension and the new vicarage. But let's start with Who Killed the Vicar, the Mm -hmm. fun committee event which was held last Saturday to a packed crowd of 160 people who crammed into the centre of the church to watch a three-act play. 160? 160 were there, yep. 160, yeah. Whoa. So it it had three acts, and then in between each of the acts, um, we had the next bit of the meal. So we had fish and chips, and then after that, we had puddings. Um, and it was during the eating part that our teams had a chance to talk about who we who we think killed the vicar. <laughs> so I think I think there were twenty teams in total. Yep, twenty and teams. I think four of them guessed the murderer or worked it out. I think they were Blanche at guessed. Okay, sorry. I'd say worked it was their startling the analysis. Um, my team was not one of the ones that got it right, sadly. <laughs> we got horribly wrong, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> less said about ours, the better. Um, but four teams did get it right, so they it's did. clearly possible. So, uh, Nathan, if I come to you first, what yeah. did you enjoy about the evening? Um, I mean, it was it was a fantastic evening. I mean, part <laughs> hope it sounds okay, but partly it was quite nice to have something that I just was there as a punter at, actually. And there was this huge cast who'd done um, so much work to put it together. Um, and I was... In all honesty, I was I was surprised just at the standard of the. A the lot whole of people thing. have said that. A lot yeah. of people have said yeah, that really they were good. surprised at the quality, which I, I was quite expecting. That's not insulting. I was expecting it to be good for a church thing. Yeah, but that's exactly it, it what I wanted to avoid. It would have been good outside of a church as well. Well, it goes back to when I was a school teacher, where uh, when I was a pupil rather at, at school, and uh, this teacher came who was an incredibly dynamic director, and he said, "I don't want people to say that's good for a school production." Yeah. And he said, "I want this to be really, really fantastic," and that's always sort of stayed with me really that that sort of amateurism in the wrong sense yeah yeah so so i mean yeah i just uh, had, had a great evening and uh it was nice uh, you know we do plenty of social things as a church but it, it was nice to see so many people from different uh, services and you know different parts of the church that i don't always get to um hang out with and catch up with and um what did you make uh, of rob shrimpton as the vicar did you find him convincing he was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very lucky that it just yeah. happened to fall during the month of November because his handlebar yes. moustache made him look quite well, sinister. Well, I wanted, I wanted the vicar to look as sinister as possible. Mm. With uh, an air of arrogance. Yeah, with yeah. arrogance <laughs> and a strap, yeah. And so his interactions with, uh, with my James uh, playing the curate were, you know. Yeah, James was they fantastic. They were deliberately picked so they'd be quite contrasting, you know. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, the handlebar moustache, the white, jacket the yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was just it was <laughs> perfect blingy cross the, cro- the blingy cross yeah. of course <laughs> yep um, and, but yeah. uh, and then there was uh, John Cook as the drippy Lincoln Green wasn't there indeed yeah, yeah. Um, and he's a fair with Jenny Stewart the yeah, character. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I Jenny Stewart was brilliant. Brilliant. She was yeah. so funny. Jenny Stewart was the one, the only one I think who'd never done any acting before. And you wouldn't have known that no, at all. No, you wouldn't. I thought she'd no. done loads. Well, she came through the read-through and um, 
And I said to her, you know, we'll play up on that Scottish accent. Yeah, I was going to say. She massively the, did. Yeah. And it was the brilliant. Scottish yeah. uh, I've heard her speaking. But yep. yeah. I loved her wig as well. I told her I thought she should get her hair actually done like <laughs> Well, that. I didn't see that till the dress rehearsal when Joe and Jenny uh, said they were getting wigs. And uh, Nick Hudson. Uh, you know, found it quite hard because he said he realised what Joe was going to be like as well. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think anybody enjoys putting a grey wig yeah. on. So <laughs> Joe was the housekeeper uh, and I thought she was terrific as well, wasn't she? Yeah. Apparently um, Jenny spent the morning driving around New Malden looking for the postman because her wig hadn't arrived. Yeah. And yeah. so she had to track down the postman and get him to hunt through his I know, we nearly didn't have that Mara Hindley look. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, then there was Tim as the inspector and Pamela. Um, they were, I mean, Pamela was outstanding. She yeah, was, she yeah. was amazing. I think she yep. could have been Miss Marple or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. she was just. Yep. Uh, well, she was, uh, you know, the member of the eleven o'clock service in it. I suppose David Taylor is uh, the church organist as well. As well. He was really he was funny. At 11. But it did cover all three of the services, which yeah. was quite a you know important part of what we were aiming at. And, and and the thing I loved also about the audience was the fact that we had people in their eighties. Yep. We had. Uh, teenagers, we had uh, young mums, we had all sorts really, and it yeah. was one. Yeah. And one of the things the fun committee does try and do is, you know, organise stuff that will go across the breadth at Christchurch. And of course, we also had Andrew and his family right. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what, what did you guys think of it? That was fantastic. Yeah. No, very good. Yeah. I think we were plenty surprised because I think. Um, Father Stephen said that um, it, it wasn't pretty, it, it may not be appropriate for, for young children. Oh, right, yeah. Meanwhile, but um, the whole, my whole family came up, and little Lene, she's eight years old, yeah. and Cameron's 13. They loved it. Good. They were glued to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great evening for us because, you know, we stayed in the, in the local travel lodge yeah. oh, just nice. down the road. And uh, so, so we made an evening of it. And yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think you win the award for having travelled the furthest to get <laughs> to the <laughs> local church. That was nice, mystery. and your whole family was your wife as well, yeah, sitting in front of me. has got nothing on us, eh? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it was great. The, the and and I, want, I wanted it to be something that wasn't... I don't know whether people... I'd never really been to a murder mystery before, so I don't know whether people weren't expecting it to be so much of a play. Yeah. In its own right. Is that what... Perhaps, yeah. I, yeah um, mm. I'd done something a, a bit similar, but right. um, but I don't think most people realised there would be quite so much acting involved. And of course, the other Andrew's vital contribution as well was supplying what the set was built on. Yes. Because those steel <laughs> uh, barriers that keep people out of Harris building Spencer. projects. And, yeah, is that what, they, what they're called? Harris Fence, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so being able to sort of, you know, build the set around that and use those old curtains from the vestry hall as sort of vicarage wallpaper... Um, yeah, this is fantastic. I think we should specify, though, that those bits of uh, fencing, they were spare. It wasn't that the building site was just no, open true. to the public during no, no, the no, murder mystery. No, no. They were spare. Sarah Parker and Catherine <laughs> Black uh, played a really fantastic role in making it look like a vicarage. And I, I think what happens when you get the set really good, it lifts the actors as well. It doesn't just work in terms of the audience um, sort of enjoying it more. The actors... Um, because you don't really have that until the dress rehearsal and suddenly the set looked really good and the actors mm. really mm. sort of um, mm. raised their game, really. Mm. Um, they enjoyed, you know, acting very against that set. So yeah. it's good. And very mm. interactive as well. didn't realise how interactive it would be. You know, yeah. getting around the table and all mucking in, trying to work out. Yeah, know. how hard was it? You know, because I directed the thing, I never really... Uh, we did have one murder detective there but who there was part of the winning team, but not the crucial one, apparently. But there were too, yeah. many, too many red herrings. 
Right. Yeah. Which yeah. threw me all the time. I, th- I think we overthought it. So we. I think so. We did. We this is the clever person who did Wim's give, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to give away who the who the murderer was, oh, just yeah. because there's a chance oh, that true. it may go on tour to yes. St John's. Yes. So I don't want to give anything away. But I think our team did wonder whether that person had been the murderer, and then we thought. Oh, I don't know. And we went for Maybe something that's else. Too so obvious. we did, yeah. we did touch convoluted. on it. So I, yeah. so I think it was definitely possible. Well, the idea was that everyone had a motive. Uh, yeah. And, and everyone, mm. you know, had Except something Except the actual motive, I think, when it was revealed, was like, what? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Some more solid motives, perhaps, in there. But yeah. it was brilliant. The brilliant. other thing I liked about it was introducing, st- you know, uh, Rob was a very strong character. Obviously, it was only in Act One. But then introducing uh, Pamela Warren as Lily Heeks and uh, Tim as the inspector in uh, the second act, you know, it kept two really strong characters up its sleeve. So it kept the whole thing moving, I think. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, so the momentum never, never stopped from being. From yeah, it was good fun. That's yeah. good. It's good fun. Mm. And it took me back a little bit to you know when I was a school teacher directing shows and stuff like that, and it was it was just really really good fun and very bonding. We had a good cast sure. party at Pizza Express. Uh, and the on food the on the night, I, I, quite good. I don't know about anyone else's. My mm. fish and chips were good. It was, yeah, uh, yeah we're well, going yeah. down to the fish and chip shop and asking for a thousand pounds worth of fish and chips <laughs> <laughs> was something they were quite surprised about. In fact, they're doing a they're, they're doing a reprise because they're doing the uh, the food for Simply Christian this Tuesday as well. <laughs> oh, really? The fish and chip shop. Yeah. So we're doing quite well out of them. Cool. Well, if we move on now to um, to another recent event at Christchurch, um, uh, another event that Andrew came along to, which is the parenting course for dads. So this went on for five weeks, I think, and it was on a Thursday night. Um, and this is the very first time that we've done something like this at Christchurch. And I think there were 26 dads who came along. Yeah, um, wow. So it was a course for parenting under 10s. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't intended for you know all dads, um, but Stephen, if I come to you first, why did you run it in that way, and what was the significance of the the under ten? Yeah, well, we have had uh, actually going back a little way, there have been some parenting things done at Christchurch in the past, but not for quite a while. Uh, but basically, uh, the same people who produce Alpha produce this parenting course, and there's one for parents of under tens, and there's one for teenagers. And the infant school actually did this parenting course and uh, four under 10s and 10 people went and I was the only man (laughs) and I didn't have an under 10. Um, But I saw this and I thought um, this is something that we should do at Christchurch, the church. Um, But I thought also um, of just pushing it to the dads because I thought it's the sort of thing that if we push to anyone, we'd probably get lots of mums there and dads with, you know, work or whatever probably would find reasons not to come. So I particularly pushed it uh, at the dads, particularly at the dads who come along to Men Behaving Dadly, which yeah. is our group for dads and under fives. And they came in their droves and had a great time. And, um, you know, it was, it was a really, really important thing to do. It was, it was sort of laddish and daddish. Uh, they brought <laughs> their drinks along and we had pizzas and nibbles, but some really earnest conversations and, and a lot of, you know, careful thought about um, how we can up our game as dads and, and do that important mm. job as well as possible. Mm. So it was good. And Andrew, you went along to several of the evenings, didn't you? I've been to all of them, I think. Oh, did you, yep. go to, did you make it to all of yep. them? Yep. Bar one, so, um, I think you were... I think lots of people won't know this, but you actually live on the building site, <laughs> <don't you? laughs> 
I do indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah which means that you are around. you are available to attend every that's, church that's, event. That's <laughs> well, I, I didn't realise that. I didn't realise when we got Andrew as builder, we'd get somebody who'd come to all our groups and bolster them. <laughs> but yeah, the, the 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 dad's course, and, it, and 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 even though you've got a couple who are older than ten, you've got mm. one of your mm. kids who is ten. Mm. Um, so it's been great having you there. Yeah. So how did you find the course? Very did, good. Did yeah. you learn? I, did you learn things that you? didn't know before or, or yeah, understand yeah, things definitely. differently? I, I think a, a lot of it is self-explanatory and it's obvious, but it's so obvious that you're not picking it up. Yeah. You're, yeah. Not, you're not, it kind of, does that make sense? You're not yeah, aware yeah. Of it. yeah. Um, but yes, when you pointed out to it, yes, you know. Um, but yeah, no, very good, lovely evening. Mm. I certainly enjoy the beers before <laughs> <laughs> and the beers afterwards. Absolutely, yes, it was rather a lot of beer. Um, I mean, one of the one of the things that came across in it, for instance, is that in one part of the course it gets you to think about uh, the love languages, uh, the five love languages of um, uh, what are they now? Uh, touch, gifts, affirming words, time, time, and there's another one. I can't remember what it is. Probably because I'm bad at it. But the uh, the idea is that, you know, we thought about our children and which um, which sort of way of conveying love came over most powerfully to them. Yeah. And and what we were better at doing. And, and it's stuff that's quite often more commonly spoken about in terms of marriage or or sort of romantic relationships. And each children but was really applicable. Each children you have to you 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 have to treat differently. Yeah. Because they respond to different, in different ways. Yeah. In different yeah. Ways. yeah. Wow. Absolutely. I mean, another thing that was really helpful was there was this um, uh, quadrant they talked about where you have a horizontal line uh, from a completely unbounded approach to children to a, to a boundaried approach, and then a vertical line sort of crossing uh, over it uh, with how warm you are to how cold or distant you are. And it was arguing that, you know, parenting, which is has a lack of warmth and a lack of boundaries is a sort of negligent style of parenting. Parenting that's very strong on warmth but nothing on boundaries is an indulgent model of parenting. Okay. Parenting that's very strong on boundaries but has no warmth is an authoritarian model which um, and how the parenting that gives children the greatest security is when it is very boundary but extremely warm as well. Yeah. So and that's bad, what they described as authoritative. Mm. And I think when we heard that as dads, we thought, well, probably when we're dadding at our best, we're doing that. But time and again, it was making explicit things where you could recognize that at your best you were doing that. And it helped us to then think, in what other ways could I, I be doing that more self-consciously or more consistently? And it, yeah, as Andrew says, you know, it's often that um, it's not that that you hear this and you think I would have never thought of that, or I, it, it's often that we don't have space to yeah. uh, to stop and reflect and to yeah. allow these things. And, and and part of it is just choosing to attend these yeah. things and to give yourself the space to think of things and the yeah. prompting. And it was really moving, actually. I don't know whether you found this as well, Andrew, but I found a lot of the dads were, were basically saying, this is the first time that I've had the opportunity, certainly in any organized, um, uh, you know, um, meeting, to give time to thinking about what it means to be a dad. And so I think I agree with you, Nathan, just giving that time aside to thinking about being a dad um, then is positive before anything else has begun. But, yeah. but at the end of each evening, I did say to the dads, well, look, go home, discuss this with your, uh, with your wives. Um, you know, there was homework to do, there were exercises. So what was the format? Was it you talking? Or no, no, there... it was basically DVDs, which now we've got this projector to project them on the wall. So basically people turned up at eight o'clock, we had Domino's pizzas for about 20 minutes, um, 
uh, wine, lager, bitter, whatever people brought along with them. Um, and then we sat down, watched a half-hour DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was discussion for about 15, 20 minutes. Then another half-hour DVD. Then another 20 minutes of discussion uh, in groups and then all together. So actually very easy to do. Mm. Um, but really, really positive, and we'll repeat it for the um, for the mums at some point. But I think there was a real value in doing it as blokes all together. Mm. No, definitely. Yeah, it was yeah. it was sort of, um, but you know, really, really good, thoughtful stuff. A lot of surprising stuff emerging. I I tended, for instance, one of the things that surprised me is before the course, I would have said that that the whole guilt thing um, is far more often female. For instance, you know, I've, I've, I've joked in the past that part of my job is to make the blokes in the parish feel more guilty and the women to feel less. Um, but actually, a lot of the blokes saying that the whole thing about being caught between work and its demands and trying yeah. to do justice to your job while also doing justice to your family was something that they constantly felt guilty about. So it was I a real education that, process for me as a vicar. I did feel guilty. Right. Like whatever the topic was, I always walked and thought, oh, I could actually do more. I spent so much time building your house for you. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you know, but yeah, it must yeah, be you difficult, you know, having to be away from home, um, mm. to be on building site and all of those things. That must be quite a hard... Yeah, um, five days a week, it is, it is. Yeah. 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 Does it mean you make more of weekends than a lot of people Do would, try. Andrew? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. So well, great. Um, the other course that you've been coming along to is the Simply Christian course. So the, the it's not the first time we've run the Simply Christian course. I think it's the third. Yep, third time. Third time. Um, and uh, and this one was for um, the men only and men who go to the <laughs> 11 o'clock or 6.30 service. So my first question is to Stephen, why only men yep. and why not the 9.30 service? Good, what, do you, what do you have against them? Good question. Them? Uh, nothing. <laughs> uh, in fact, um, when we first did Simply Christian, it was largely 9.30 people coming. We're doing another one in January, which I imagine a lot of 9.30 people will come to. It's partly that this term... I did set myself as a bit of an aim to try and do more stuff for blokes mm. in church. So the, the, the dad's course was part of that. Member Having Dadly has been going for a while. We also more recently started the Likely Dads, which is for dads and their junior school kids. We had a brilliant time on Saturday making gingerbread houses at the Likely Dads. Yeah, they looked amazing. They looked brilliant. They did, it was really, really good. But doing the Simply Christian course for the men who go to 11 o'clock and 6.30, uh, the aim was to try and build up a bit more fellowship and... Um, a bit more sort of camaraderie amongst the men yeah. who are sort of, you know, 47 onwards, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so a lot of the men coming on the Simply Christian course were in their 50s and 60s. Um, and and I think it was valuable doing, you know, eating together. Um, you know, there are, there are less activities in church for men. Um, it is difficult though, because growing up in church, uh, you often hear the complaint is that you know there's lots of things happen for women and not enough happen for men. And I, but I think, um, if I'm completely honest, when yeah. you look at the things that are happening for women, often they're being run by well, the women, women yeah. themselves, yeah. and you know who taking the initiative, yeah. making it happen. You know, if you look at the things being run by men. 90% yeah. of them are run by the clergy whoever's yeah. in charge of the church yeah. and there's less that the men are just deciding themselves let's yeah. get up mm. and do yeah. this I, I, I find that though it's, 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 women are generally more chatty 
Yeah. They, yep. they have a lot more to say than the guys. We kind of say, and particularly with my wife, Ashley, when she gets going, I mean, that's it. Particularly when she <laughs> to someone. She's not going to listen to this. To someone, you know, that's 10 minutes or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, so you do come and fall back in the shadow. And I think most men do that because mm. we don't need to talk as much. But because it's just men, we can we can interact a lot more and we kind of have to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there were kind of a couple of South Africans there. You know, you... Bring, yep. bring your bultong along and uh, we've yep. had a bit of course. <laughs> and the food's been great, hasn't it? It's been fantastic. It has yeah, been a bit of a sort of, if, if someone walked in, they would get completely wrong impression of Christchurch from it because it's men yeah. lounging about while women cook the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm very keen to say that, you know, things are not normally like that. Mm. Yes. But actually we've had amazing meals by Sarah Parker's cooked a couple of times, uh, Katie Kurt, um, Anita Ferrero, Elizabeth Hill. Mm. Yeah, they've been fantastic um, meals, Anna haven't hasn't. they? No. Nathan? Not, well, we, we did on the, on the Actually, last Actually, I did cook course. at one of them. She did on the last, yeah. No, not, they not, did. It's good. Fantastic one. meal. I decided that she wouldn't be. Actually, you suggested her, didn't you? You I said, what about Anna? He did. I haven't yeah. told you What about yet. you? Are you going to cook on the next one, Andrew, from I your caravan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you can, actually. I bet you're pretty good on the old cooking, aren't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. If, yeah. If, we, if we run a summer one, you could eat it a bry? If it was on the Monday night, my wife would have definitely made something, something big that I could have just put in the oven. No, I didn't say get your wife to do it. I said, what about you doing it? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it was, and, and it actually, the whole thing about the whole thing about eating together. The barbecue, it's, uh, it's a bry. That's yeah, a bry. That's there you go. Yeah. Well, eating together has a value in its own right, and and it's been great having Andrew there as well because it's um, it's. I, I don't think any of us expected uh, person in charge of the building to actually be someone who'd be coming along to all our groups and well, you, you know a Christian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, not necessarily. Um, and um, so you know we provide him with a couple of square meals a week, a shower. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you find that on the on the, either of the courses that people were quizzing you about the building work? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's great. I, I can carry on talking. I can. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's my passion. Well, that's just as I well because so I'm about like, to yeah. ask you about the building <laughs> work. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. it cannot have escaped anyone's notice that the building work is now fully underway. Yep. Um, we are going to have um, a new vicarage built for the Kurt family, um, and that's going to be finished next July. Um, and then they're going to have to live in the middle of a building site because the the new hall is not due to be finished until the December. Yep. Um, so we're getting a new hall and a new vicarage. Um, so it's been. It seems. From for me anyway, that it's been going pretty quickly now that it's started. You know, mm. it looks it looks different every yep. day. More things have gone yep. in or yeah, gone up. Exciting. It's changing shape. Um, but yeah. um, Andrew, I just wonder if you could give us an update on kind of yeah. where the work is up to, what's yeah. happened up to now in layman's terms, Lemons and and what's coming <laughs> next. Yep. Yeah. Well, we, uh, fortunately, we we three weeks ahead um, on on the vicarage, and we two weeks ahead on on the hall. Well, that's good. Um, obviously, there are that's two unusual, isn't it? Two to be ahead of schedule. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's great though. Yeah. It's yeah. great, yeah, yeah. Um, so on the vicarage, we're pretty much up to um, first floor level. Um, uh, the last few weeks has obviously been very slow in the way if someone had to come on site and have a look at it, yeah. because right. um, there's a lot of work being done underground. Okay. Um, and particularly, uh, the, the Diocese of Southwark design it belts and braces mm. so the foundations are um, incredibly sturdy they're very deep they are designed to last 250 years and obviously the 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 envelope the the the, the fabric of the building is um, is done to a very high thermally efficient standard um, which is nice to see the church is, wanting to take a, a stand than, on than a normal build there are extra things you have yeah to do in there. Um, 
and that takes time. But yeah, no, we still ahead of schedule. The the ho the uh, hall itself, we've just done the the piling, um, getting down to our re re reduced uh, dig. Um, and the what is the piling then, Andrew? Is that the pre-foundation stuff? Yes, yes. Those are the piles are basically a, a, a 300 diameter um, hole that you, you you drill and you go down 12 meters. Mm. You oh pour wow. concrete and um, and some rebar inside, um, and apparently how that works is it's, it's friction against um, the, the the clay, which is not not terribly good for for building on. Um, uh, and it, it, it moves, it fluctuates the whole time with the moisture. But the, the pressure apparently um, causes friction and that holds the mm. building up. Right. Okay. Mm. And then we're going to be building um, a ring beam around that or a ground beam on top of that. And that's where we can build our, our walls. Yeah, so getting all that under stuff, I guess, does it, it doesn't look like much time. is happening, yeah, no, but, so, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. it's important. Yeah. Well, yeah. if the building's going to stand, <laughs> that sounds like it's yeah, And the vicarage is shooting up, isn't it? I mean, every day... There's more, so that's mm. that's, that's coming yeah. along nicely now. Yeah. 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 So the vicarage, then you um you work with the architect. You know, you have meetings with him and mm -hmm. stuff. But mm -hmm. it was obviously designed by the architect. Yep. So what do you think of the vicarage? Would you live in it? Do you think it looks nice? Lovely. I built one very similar similar to it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, the, the beauty of it will come later on when when Reverend Stephen gets his first gas and electricity bill. It's it's um you, you'll have a it'll mm. be a great surprise yeah, yeah. good it's it'll drastically afford more more teasers and cricket DVDs oh, that's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. great um it's all works on uh, oh, I could go into it I could go into it but um uh, you can have solar panels you're going to have um MVA chargers which is a um, um, heat recovery system within the house mm -hmm. um so it's going to retain all that energy it's going to be very airtight as well we we're going to try and achieve an air tightness of one, mm. which wow. is the amount of air that's that's yeah. that, be, that, that can get lost through cracks and crannies and through yeah. through 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 windows and things. We make that very airtight, so all that heat um, will stay in there for a lot longer. So at the end, to get that's that to get that signed off, do you do that thing where you seal it off and then you go in and test, you we fill it up, and then watch how, exactly, how long yes, it takes yes. to seep oh. out? Yeah, it's yeah. It's what, cool. what you do is you put a fan against um, one of the doors, seal it all up. And they will suck out the air or blow the air in, either way, whichever way they, yeah. they, mm -hmm. they decide. makes no difference. They try to get up to 50 pascals, um, and then you work out the, um, the amount of air. So it's a cubic meter of air per mm. square meter per hour at 50 pascals. So yeah. you work that out, uh, and we need to get pretty much one cubic meter. Which is impressive. It's I very mean, impressive because a normal house you need to get about nine. Yeah. So if we can get really? get that, yeah. And mm. I think I mean virtually all that stuff. Why, why that excites me so much is that um, you know we've got we've just had the climate march and we've got yeah. governments meeting together to talk. I mean it, 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 our global impact um, yeah. w on the environment uh, building is one of the, the the trades that is you know unfortunately we do need to build new houses we need to continue to build loads more in this country but it it uses up a lot of carbon and you know the sure. this um, is going to be carbon neutral well yeah but, but is that right or? well it's mm, i think concrete i don't think any bad. buildings right. completely yes um, yes concrete yeah we had are, a lot of concrete <laughs> it's on a level there's some level i was told about it will be the first vicarage that will be level something or other or uh, no we're doing a code four right uh, which is also going uh, um, to the wayside now. But we are trying to achieve a passive house standard. Yeah. Passive, I don't know if you've heard of passive. It's designed by a German chap who's been doing it for the last 40 years, um, where they, they pretty much don't have, they, they don't have radiators in the house. Um, it's all done by the sun. They use mm. thermal gain. Um, yeah. 
uh, heat phasing it uh, you can go into it um, but uh, ground source heat pumps recovery systems um, but uh, we, we're trying to achieve some of it so it's it, you can't do it all the time if you want a passive house it has to be a square box yep. and we don't want that yeah it's quite an elegant house yeah, yeah. Mm. but but I just think that, that um, it's a big statement that you know this is the church yeah. commission in this building not just us up at the diocese yeah. as well and the, and the fact that we're saying it matters to us the, the environmental issues and we want to have uh, a positive impact in the world should reflect the fact that you know theologically we want to have a positive yeah. impact in the world in, on every way and and, sure. and that should include creation yep. so yep. yeah i i find that part extremely exciting and that's that true of the whole roof isn't it which is going to be a it's it's cedar sedum sedum yeah that's right which is basically it's um well I suppose you would want to say it's grass, but it's not really. It's more of it's a, like a little succulent a green things. leaf. Uh, so it's, yes, um, mold. No, <laughs> it's really pretty. All the right. cool people are doing it these okay. days. Oh so uh, I'm glad we are. Yep. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a very thick, rubbery leaf type. Yeah. Of you don't have to mow it or anything. So yeah, yeah, good, good. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of uh, on the roof, I think the best view of the building project is from the roof of the church. But I don't know how many times I've been running youth work and I hear clattering up above me, and I look yep. through the window and there's Stephen walking about on the I take on the roof up of on the, the roof. church. It's to quite look a, at the building yeah. site. Not many people are allowed to go up on the roof, <laughs> um, but I take I take parties up there, mm. um, and sometimes we should, children. We should have had like a, 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 a camera on the top. On, yep. the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Every yeah. day, yeah. just click one photograph. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am taking photographs there probably on a weeks. weekly basis. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyone who sees uh, photographs going up on Facebook, that's where they're taken from, the roof of the church, <laughs> which will be David Taylor's garden at some stage when uh, Indeed, the loft yeah. conversion yeah. takes place. Roof terrace. Yeah. Be really nice. Do you enjoy doing it then, Andrew? Is it, it. Is it something yeah. that gives you a big buzz? Yeah, big buzz. Yeah, yeah. I, I accidentally got into it. I was, I'm a mechanical engineer by profession. Okay. Um, and I was made redundant once. Yeah. And, um, so I started just doing a bit of DIY and looking for a job. And then eventually yeah. it just built into a, yeah, a large company. And, and is most of your work churches? It is only churches. Only really. churches, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of people do ask me, and and uh, you get spin-offs from the neighbours, from you know, when you, you you when you're doing a vicarage, but you 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 know, I've made I've made made a commitment to the church, and you don't want to let them mm. down because mm. mm. um, there's a lot more that goes on on the sideline as well that you have to. Yeah. Be. So and what made you pick churches? No, uh, it was just accidental. Oh, really? Uh, the, so it's not it's not a rule. Well, the surveyor, <laughs> the, no, no, the the head surveyor at the diocese. Um, he lives pretty much in my area, about 10 miles away, but it was just coincidental. He asked me, uh, he, he never knew me, but uh, he just asked me if I would refurbish his kitchen for him. And I started off doing a little bits and little bit, and then eventually I did mm. his entire kitchen, knocked walls down. And I think he was fairly impressed. So he said, would you like to come and work, uh, mm. come and do some oh, work? Wow. I said no for about six months. It was just too far to travel. And then I did come up here and I did... Um, a celebrity's um, uh, penthouse suite in in, in Ooh, That's how it was. Mm. <laughs> 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 and I got a phone call from 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 the diocese saying, "Well, we know you're up here. Yeah? We have an emergency job. Can you at least do that for us?" Yeah, and th- and that and that was it. Mm. So now they. So a celebrity who the yeah. church knew about. So it's Cliff, presumably, someone like that. It's <laughs> 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 actually somebody from a rock band, believe it or not. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and, and this isn't the only project you've got at the minute as well you've got uh, yeah I've got a few other a ones few? going on but they can kind of run themselves so I yeah. am focused here and I do stay here but I'm doing uh, St Dunstan's uh, in the east um, which is uh, Sir Christopher Wren's um, tower oh, cool. it's a grade one listed building it's wow. a beautiful tower it, it was a cath- part of a cathedral which was bombed during the second world war um, and I'm converting that into a four bedroom 
apartment for the Archdeacon. Wow. Oh. Well, you better oh, get that right. Which Archdeacon's that? <laughs> he, maybe he's not allowed to stay, say. Stop asking him. I'm trying to think now. Well, I'm just trying to think which well, sort of Archdeacon may, would may be that's a fan of our podcast. London <laughs> Darsus. Oh, London Darsus. Oh, it's London. I only know the southern ones. No, 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 yeah, no, right. no, it's yeah, not yeah. something. No. Okay. Mm. They'll be branching off into the other diocese. Ah, I see. Mm. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't, I haven't met the Archdeacon, so. <laughs> <laughs> so what about us then as a church? You've, you've worked with it's several other churches. It's great, Were yeah. we what uh, you, you expected person. us to be? It's, it's better than I expected. It's got such a buzz. It's very dynamic. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah, Reverend Stephen is, 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 <laughs> is, no, is very motivated and I'm well impressed. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, it's so been great. I mean, it's interesting when you shake up the dynamics and have someone new comes into a church, even, you know, though you're not there weekends, mm. but you're there during the week. It is interesting when someone new comes along and, and starts getting involved in things. It does shake up. Uh, the church a bit and mm. bring something new on the menu mm. and you know so that's very exciting yeah mm. and I think it's it's nice that lots of people recognize you so it's the building project is a really big thing and lots of people at church are really interested but the fact that you're around at so many things and yeah. uh, you're a very familiar face to people yeah, I think people really, building, really appreciate that yeah. with my hubbard's jacket on yeah. and <laughs> it's going to be the great thing is the hall's going to be finished I think we might have mentioned this in a previous podcast if it's finished in December 2016 which it seems that it will that will be the 150th anniversary of the church which mm. was yes, the 3rd no of December but you know, uh, yeah, the 3rd <laughs> of December 1866 yeah it must be too early yeah <laughs> no, this isn't the first time you've, talk, you've mentioned that. By yep. the way. Yeah, we, we, we like to mention it on every podcast. Just to yep, <laughs> absolutely. Um, anyway, that is all that we have time for uh, today. But thank you for joining us, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for um, inviting and, me. Um, and thank you for all that you're doing with the building no, work. Thank you for all the scanning and emailing for me. That's oh, been that's a great right. <laughs> so um, but until, until our next podcast, if you'd like to find out any more about Christchurch New Malden, you can visit our website, ccnm.org. Um, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Christchurch New Malden, or you can follow us on Twitter at CCNM News. But that's all for now. See you next month. <laughs>